Good as your man, Distinguished to God. And the Kid XAB. And you're now listening to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to everybody that's been uh, rocking with us these past few episodes. We appreciate all the love, uh, all the dumb shit that you guys been writing back to us. Um, shout out to uh, my man uh, Blackout, a.k.a. Wesley Snipes, a.k.a. Marcus Garvey. Uh, beautiful commentary uh, in the inbox today. We love you, man. Uh, and uh, Blackout, all right? Blackout. Literally, Blackout. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been rocking out with the show. We are on episode five. What the fuck is Siri trying to do right now? I don't Stop know it. Stop it. We are on episode five. Um, I don't even know what the title of this shit going to be yet. I don't know, but shout out to fucking iTunes, Stitcher. We love you motherfuckers, Yeah, man. yo, this shit. is a real special episode because we are definitely on iTunes now. Definitely on Stitcher. Um, and y'all need to go cop those apps. Download. I mean, iTunes, if y'all niggas got iPhones... Then y'all just need to go and type That's a in no-brainer. dad hats and bow ties and subscribe so that we don't have to tag y'all niggas no more. And you'll just know when the episodes post. And if for Android users who don't have iTunes, sorry, uh, but Stitcher, download Stitcher, and y'all can have the episodes come straight to your phone too. I got a, uh, a Android, and I ain't like the way that last comment came out. Thank you Fuck very much, you, nigga. I will hit you with this. Shit. <laughs> I will uppercut bumbaclot your shit with this. <laughs> <I better stay. laughs> Fuck that dumb shit, man. All right, let's fucking get into... You You said we got a new game today. What the fuck is this new game? The new the new game we're yeah. doing this week is... Come on, my nigga. Oh, wow. Come on, my nigga. So, I'm going to start this shit off. Because okay. um, some weird, crazy shit happened to me uh, last week. And I really had to be like, come on, my nigga. So, <laughs> check it out. Uh, I'm chilling, whatever, I'm at work, I get a call, um, didn't know what the number was, but it said DC area code, so I'm looking at the shit, and I'm like, something just told me, like, I've been getting weird motherfucking calls for the last three months, like, just numbers I don't know, all over the country, Wisconsin, I don't know no niggas in Wisconsin, I might know a bitch, but I don't know a nigga in Wisconsin, I might have fucked a bitch in Wisconsin, I don't know, but, um, so niggas just calling me from all these random ass numbers, and, um, I was like, all right, I ain't going to answer it. Unless they leave a, a voicemail, I don't think it's real. So a nigga left a voicemail. So I'm like, okay. So it's real. So I'm like, all right. Listen to the voicemail. It says it's the IRS calling because there's a warrant out for my arrest, my nigga. Wow. You so, dodging babies in Wisconsin? Chill, baby. Damn, bro. So Mercy College is out there. They ain't going to show you no mercy. <laughs> they gonna show you so no I'm, mercy. Like, I'm like, all right, my nigga. This is clearly a scam. So I'm like, I'm going to call this shit back, though. I'm going to just call it back. Oh, you a genius. So I call the shit back. The nigga on the other line is like, hello? 
And I'm like, what's good, my nigga? Like, I'm like, yeah, hi. I like, yeah, six hellos in that. Bitch. Yeah, it was Hello. it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> he was like, uh, is this Xavier Bishop? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is him. He was like, uh, hello, there is a warrant out for your arrest. I said, oh, really, my nigga? Somehow I do not believe you. Uh, click. Come on, my nigga. Like, what type of dumb shit is that, my nigga? Y'all niggas got to do better with y'all scams out here, man. If you going to scam a nigga, commit to the scam. Don't fucking do halfway a scam and then when a nigga press you a little bit. I didn't even press him that much. You going to hang up. Commit to your scams out here if you going to be a scammer, y'all. Fuck. Man, I, I, I just... <laughs> I I just remembered some other shit in my head. Yeah, I'm not gonna say the one that I was talking about. We're gonna go to a shorty. You ain't gonna say her oh, name. Oh shit. Years ago, <laughs> I'm fucking with this chick. She came to the crib. We did what we had to do. It was early in the morning. Cause you know, I, it was on a Friday. I like I like to fuck early in the morning before I go to work. So smashing it out on the mattress. I wasn't trying to wake nobody up. Uh, shout out to Lisa for always holding my secrets. Love you. Um, anyways, uh, smashing it out. Few weeks passed. She's like, when are we going to do it again, my like? I'm like, real soon. Don't worry about it. I, I put up a status of a white girl that I thought was attractive. This motherfucker, the chick I smashed was black, was like, oh my God, Malek, I can't believe you. I was like, what did I do? You wrote a status about how that white girl looked. I'm like, we not even together. And number two, she looked bad. And if you was a nigga and you had a dick, you would probably think just like me. Shit, if we was boys, we would have probably would have went in on her and had a threesome. She was like, oh my God, I can't believe you wrote that because I don't fuck with white people. I was like, come on, my nigga. What the fuck does you having to fuck with white people have to do with me and my penis fucking with white people? Come on, son. Come on, come son. On, my nigga. Like, what the fuck, man? I should have just fucked that game before that. Buddy. Yeah, you should have. You should have just been acting fake woke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And been yeah. like my melanated queen. Right, right. We rise on the east. Right. I should have found a white girl and took a photo with her. Yeah, that's what I probably should have done. And then use a filter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then be like, nah, she's really black, guys. So, <laughs> fuck. Damn, son. So, uh, let's get into these topics today. We're going to start with someone who's irrelevant oh, as very, fuck. Very, I'm looking at the name like, <laughs> bruh. But somehow found his way in the news, anyhow. He was supposed to come out years ago. Yo, this nigga was really supposed to be on top of the game Shout years ago. Shout out to Young Money, because he, he had a voice. I don't know if he has that voice anymore. He young was a, young he was Money is point. notorious for having niggas like this nigga I'm about to name, Little Twist. Damn, kid. Uh, so this nigga, Little Twist, was arrested the other day for... Well, not arrested. He He's going to jail. Oh, he's going... Okay. He's going oh, to jail. Shit. All right. For two years. Oh, he's going. Are you serious? <laughs> little twist. They about to twist that little ass up, boy. <laughs> he going to jail for two years for beating up a Nickelodeon, a former Nickelodeon star. How you beating up Nickelodeon stars, bro? Oh my God. Yo. Shout out to Justin Bieber, man. Shout out to Orlando. <laughs> oh God. So yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Yo, this nigga's retarded. I swear to God. Yo, so uh, my question that comes from this dumbass situation, it has nothing to do with Little Twist. Because right. like I said before, this nigga's irrelevant. He's super irrelevant. He's, uh, he's going to be irrelevant when they twist your little, little, little ass up, boy. Is street cred still relevant for the rap game? 
Do you need street cred? When you say street cred, do you mean like street cred? Yo, I got an EBT card because my debit card is not working? Oh, or do you, I'm oh, just, God. oh, God. I'm just asking a question. No, I mean <laughs> doing fuckboy shit like fucking niggas up, shooting guns, busting guns, selling dope. Do you need that in order to make it into the rap game nowadays? For a few niggas that still feel like they could, shout out to the niggas that's in their 40s and 50s. The answer is no, my nigga. Take care of your non-kids. <laughs> Right, it's not, it's not street cred. Street cred was never cool to me. You know what I mean? Niggas talking about how many guns they bust, how many bitches they you know fucked, how many how many blocks they run, and all, all, all that don't really matter in the end. But niggas feel like it does. You know that's why niggas are uh, you know look at you crazy when you in your car and they standing in front of the corner store, mm. or you know when you walking down the block. We was talking about this other day, X, and you with your chick, and then four niggas is there, and you don't want to walk through the circle, but then you don't want to walk around. You don't know what to do, so you let your shorty walk behind you. Um, so niggas don't say nothing crazy. And if they do, then you got to say something. That niggas is touching your manhood and all that's just, it's, it's dumb to me. It's dumb. Y'all niggas just, yeah, y'all niggas got to grow up. Do what a few niggas done. We, we, got, a, we got a mutual friend. You know, he he gave up music because he knew that's what that wasn't his thing. And that's okay. You got to be real with yourself. You got to be real with yourself. <laughs> Listen, this is how I feel. I feel like street cred back in the day was was something that was necessary because hip-hop and rap actually came from the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. the hip-hop lifestyle, we got graffiti, mm-hmm. we got b-boying. Mm-hmm. Um, what, there's, there's two other elements. I'm not even going to try and act like I'm that philosophical we tonight. Got, we, got, we got b-boying. We got uh, we got the DJ who was very important. DJ. We got, obviously, the MC. MC. We got, uh, we got graffiti, like X said. You know what I mean? And those were the four right. elements that, that started... Um, hip hop, the hip hop culture and lifestyle, and all four of those things were street things. So when you emceed and who was the best MC, you met up in a circle and y'all niggas ciphered. Uh, graffiti art, you tagging buildings, DJing, you getting mixtapes, and that's right. how you were DJing back in the day. So on their fucking head, like, right? Damn. So all all of the street beefs and stuff, it came from the streets. So right. there was a re- you had to build up your street cred so niggas knew not to mess with your crew or knew not to mess with your music or whatever the case may be so it made sense it was relevant back then but nowadays half of the rappers that are popping are either known for their business or these niggas is the same niggas that was trying to get into dorm rooms or went to dorm rooms or was you know on college campuses and there's no real street cred from selling a dime bag to some nigga on a college campus like you are not a drug dealer nigga sit that's down that's a fact bro that is a fact y'all niggas need to sit y'all pill ass rave asses down <laughs> fuck but I feel like I still feel like niggas try to push it uh, in the media and on, like, TV and shit like that. Like, street cred is the way to go. Like, you got niggas who we know don't bust guns talking about busting guns. Listen, y'all got to learn from my man. Yo, hold your head. The whole GS9. Hold your head. You heard me shouting? Yo, Bobby Schmurder. That nigga really bust guns, though. Like, but that... Right, but, but that's why he... Right, but that's why he is where he at. Like, you can't, like... I heard a rapper say a long time ago. I think it was, you know, so, 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 somebody will fix it later. I think it was either Styles P or Jada Kiss. One of these rappers who I love them dearly. One of them was like a real gangster. Don't talk about how many niggas he killed on records. A real nigga, a, a, a real gangster. Don't talk about how many bodies he got in the ground. A, a real, a, a real gangster. Don't talk about. Uh, fucking up his community with selling drugs. A real gangster try to give back and give to his community. That's what real gangsters do. So I don't know if y'all fuck with that, but that's what NOG said. So mm. that's something to uh, meditate on. 
That's some real shit. It sounds like some light skin shit too. Right. But uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> sp- <laughs> speaking of light skin niggas. Oh man. This nigga back Drake. To back. This nigga. Back to back. Shout out to Drake's uh Grammy nomination. You just keep killing him. Damn, boys. He back to back Spotify. Um, and this nigga was the highest streamer on Spotify for the second year in a row. Damn. Um, so can't beat him. How relevant is streaming today in today's industry? Like, I feel like we're moving towards this direction where everything is about to be digital. Um, but how relevant is streaming in comparison to niggas still trying to put out their mixtape on the corner? I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you say a few niggas got hurt. Just like, oh, 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 man. Oh, man. A few of y'all niggas just got tight. Uh, uh, a few CDs just broke. I, I heard it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. please, please don't do not do that mixtape on the corner shit. Damn. Don't do it. We're going to talk about why you shouldn't do it. But Damn. I feel like. I feel like it, it depends on the artist. There's a few people that can still push CDs from the trunk of their car as old and cliche as that shit sounds. It it almost sounds like it's a hood thing now. Like, yes, and I was pushing CDs from the back of the whip. Like, yeah, okay, nigga, all right. You was pushing CDs. That's great. Mm. Um, I feel like it depends on a person. Just like right now, we still have, I mean, for certain things, for certain home appliances, we're still going to need to buy Duracell batteries. True. And, you know, I feel like CDs, you know, until they start, they stop making cars without the CD component, I don't think you could, we could officially still count CDs out unless we start to see it being like, you know, uh, 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 relinquished in certain areas and be like, damn, like this shit is really depleting quick. Like, well, I guess niggas got to stop, you know, uh, putting their shits on CDs. I mean, and I still feel like CDs is good in case to have of like a show just in case, the the flash drive ain't working. Or if you go... I don't recommend this to you niggas that's going to, like, meetings with, like, Def Jam and shit. Don't bring a CD. Bring a flash drive, my brothers. Bring a flash drive. But still have that CD just in case. Shit not working that day. I mean, my thing is this, though. How likely are you to listen to a nigga's CD versus somebody sending you a link to their website or um, to their iTunes or to their Spotify? If I'm at a show... And niggas giving me their CD, and I drove, I'm going to listen to it right then and there. Mm. If we on the computer and you send it to me electronically, I might listen to the shit right there. But if I see like a SoundCloud link or a re- reverberation link or some other link, yeah, I'll listen to it. I'm going to still listen to it either way, though. Like, I'm mm. a, I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Like, CD, I don't, I don't know about that, but... I don't know. I mean, because this is my thing. Like, most of the time I get a, when I get a CD... It's always half-assed. It's like, it's never, it's always, it always looks like a blank disc inside a blank-ass case oh, like sure. that niggas is just handing me and maybe some some fake-ass cover art. It never looks professional. Like, there are very rare instances where I get a, a hard cover um, and the shit looks professional and it makes me excited to go back to the car and push it in. Most of the time, I'm getting like half-assed CDs handed to me and it makes me less likely to take your shit seriously. Do you still have a few of those CDs? From from them times? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's great. You need to give them shit as Christmas gifts. You know the oh, holidays is coming. I gave um I'm a you know? yeah the, the garbage the garbage can wants it. I heard oh, I heard man. I heard the garbage can was looking for a CD. Oh, um man. Yeah, nah, I threw away a lot of them shits and I'm gonna be honest. I do listen to niggas shit when they hand it to me. The the only reason 
like I'm where I am with CDs now is because a lot of the shit that was handed to me sounded like ass. I'm just keeping a buck. To be honest with you, from a from a from from a perspective where me when artists give me CDs to listen to, like first of all, if I get a CD from you as an artist and the CD looks half ass. I automatically, I automatically presume the production is half-assed. Damn. The recording is half-assed. Because if you spent your time and your energy in putting a quality production out, right. you're not going to go half-assed on the visual aspect that you're going to make someone want to hear what you got to offer. That's what I'm saying. That's That was flow on the mic, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like... Bit, to me, we're in this age, and we talked about this a little bit with Celeb yeah. last week. We're yeah. in this age where image is almost everything. Yeah, well, it is. And at, yeah, at it this is, point, it is yeah. right. Like I, like if even if even if your shit sound like I, I'm about to fuck the game up right now. Yeah. A lot of, especially for shorties, a lot of y'all shorties don't sound good, my nigga. Right. But you look good. And niggas be pushing your shit like you sound amazing, but you don't. There's a few y'all we go. Oh god, I, I don't know how we got here so fast. This nigga drinking the Trayvon Arizona right now. He about to fucking fuck all my skittles up. Yeah. All right, listen, guys. I hate to be that guy on social media and see a hundred fucking likes. 2,000 plays on a 45-second video clip of your music, and it's trash, and we all know it, but mad niggas is like, yo, ma, that shit is bad. Sucking your left that, titty. Yeah, that shit is fire. Yo, when we gonna be in the studio? Never, nigga. They just trying to fuck. That's because it. Because your voice is shitty, but your body is banging. Like, how your voice is a three on a record, and we know your pum pum ton up. Like, oh, shit. Like, Shit like Club Amazuru, Juve, shit to Eastern Parkway, shit, turn up, y'all. Turn up. <laughs> but this is real shit. I'm keeping it a buck. We all know we all know these situations. <laughs> like there's a lot of y'all out here driving a bent coop. Facts. <laughs> you know this. Facts. Yes. It's all facts. Shit. Yeah, son. You know shit is hard out here, my nigga. You feel me? You in nine F and Marcy projects, nigga. Stop, bro. Damn. Stop. It's crazy. <laughs> I was in the hood hood today and I saw three BMWs. I was like, stop it. You see what I'm um, talking about? Fuck it. But I don't know. That that's my that's my feel on it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about competition, because we meant to get to this topic last week, but we were just fucking around so much. Right. We ain't really <laughs> shit. We ain't really touching nothing. Hi, Silent. How you doing, boo? Tell your left titty. I said hi. <laughs> this nigga. This is the only nigga I know that will flirt with someone who is, who is like fully right. legitimately gay. Right. She's, like she is straight swussy pussy. But I don't give a fuck. Saturday swussy pussy, my nigga. <laughs> um, but how how important is competition? Nowadays. When you say competition, what exactly do you mean? You mean when a nigga trying to get with a shorty and the shorty not really feeling so he's like, I bet, I she's trying to compete with a nigga, I bet, so I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Or you feel like what, music. What nigga what niggas you know to act so like a that? A few niggas be competing with their shorties. <laughs> Damn. A few with their I'm shorties. talking about competition in the game. Like Oh, is, music. Is competition a negative thing or is it a positive thing? Competition is a positive thing because I'm gonna keep it a hundred. D Flow is gonna back me on this statement. I know out of this underground seat, 
I'm one of the nicest. This nigga. You may not hear a lot of records. You may not hear a lot of freestyles. I'm not at everybody show sucking dick. Free smoke, my nigga. I'm working. Don't worry about it. You left your humility home. You left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I left at home. <laughs> All right. And, and that's the that's the arrogance of hip hop because you always gotta feel like you number one. Mm. You always gotta feel like you at the top of your game mm. because a nigga will fuck around and make a record like a I don't know like a J Cole to kind of put a nigga in a place and let a nigga know J Cole was not humble. On his last record, False Prophets, he dead set in that record. He know he could top his old shit. That's not. And wasn't we supposed to get a J Cole album we today? Definitely, oh, J Cole album coming out tomorrow. I know, but it was supposed to be today. Right. We are right on board. Mm-hmm. Oh no, nigga, he said the ninth. Right, right. Today's oh the shit, I'm bugging out. This, I'm spazzing. This I'm, nigga's fiending for J Cole. I'm fiending. I'm damn, son. Patient. <laughs> yeah, I that shit dropped tomorrow. I'm damn. with it. But how do you feel about competition in the game? Like you feel like I feel like it's needed. I feel like it's definitely needed. Honestly, still I, sharp and still. I, I agree. I think that competition is needed. I think that as long as it's friendly competition. When you say friendly, what that mean? Hip hop has always been a very aggressive sport. I mean, I want the aggression. I want you to be aggressive. Right. But I want you at the end of the day know that like if I win the competition <laughs> or over you, like that doesn't now automatically mean that we enemies. Why we got to be enemies? Because, uh, like Silence said. Last week, yeah, she wins 5K at a at a event, right. and now all the niggas that was once bigging her up is now looking at her like, "Yo, what's up, my nigga? Like, we got a problem now. You because, ain't that, you ain't shit." Because they was never really fucking with her to begin with. This whole thing is competition. It had nothing to do with her being a female. Because if Silent was a nigga, it would have been the same thing. I guarantee. So that's what I'm saying, though. Uh, like. What part of the game is that, my nigga? I don't know. Because uh, cause niggas, your, your friend now becomes your enemy because y'all, like, me and you are, we're in the same field. Yeah. So there's competition between hip-hop, yeah. but I feel like it's friendly competition. Yeah. When when we did, when we started Glasses and Bowties and we told each other to step our bars up or I don't really like that hook or I don't really like this... It was on some friendly competition shit. It was on, and some, I was like, still being mad, silly in all my lyrics. That's just, <laughs> that's just my personality. Like. So it was like it was a situation where it was like, nah, my nigga, I want you to get to another level, right? And even though like I want to be the best and I want to kill shit, I still I don't know. I just I look at the game differently. I still want people to win. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they... The the difference is, I know I'm me. So, like, I know niggas around me ain't me. They can't do what I do. Right. But at the end of the day, I still want to see you win. Right. I don't... I, that's where I think competition gets a little tricky, a little sticky, a little pitchy. Well, those are for the niggas that should not be in no showcases because those be the niggas that be like, yo, I was robbed. Niggas is waiting for you outside. Like, oh, bro, God. It, oh, was, God. It, was just a, it was just a competition, bro. Nah, fuck that, man. Fuck that, man. You robbed me. I didn't rob you. The judges said I won my nigga. <laughs> you lost. Go the fuck home. Go back to where you came from. Competition, though. But we got a lot of sore losers, bro. And, the, and those are the niggas that we should not allow in the game. Drake said it on one of his earlier records. How, why are we allowing these niggas in the game? That's our fault, though. We giving them a platform to make it seem like they actually have talent when a lot of y'all promoters got to stop lying to these artists. Like, I know y'all trying to get y'all bread. Oh, these niggas can't rap. This might be the realest episode These ever. niggas can't rap, bro. These girls can't sing. All they could do is twerk. 
Mm. Real shit. They good for taking Instagram photos, not bringing a real audience that knows all the lyrics to their fucking song. Niggas is trying to back after the spot. I seen it, been there, done that, fucking chicks in the bathroom. After shows, we been there. <laughs> y'all niggas know what I'm talking about. Getting your dicks out. Yeah, y'all, nigg- y'all niggas know what I'm talking about, man. Webster Hall was good. Like, damn, like, <laughs> like what's yo, going on, man? You honestly, <laughs> to me, I, I feel like niggas that act like that, and I'm about to plug it for the next segment are okay. insecure. Oh God! <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a hundred. You insecure bitch ass niggas. And listen, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred right now. Fuck it, let's keep it a hundred. If you gotta make statuses every fifteen to twenty minutes about how niggas don't fuck with you. Like, who are, who are you trying to... Who is that for? Is that for you or is that for, for the people on the book? Damn. Are you trying to big yourself up or Damn. is that for... And I... That, listen, this is for everybody because I see this shit on my timeline all... Every fucking day. All day long hey. about, like, niggas not fucking with niggas. And I get it. Like, <laughs> I feel the same way sometimes. But the difference is, like, when I say I'm going to let my actions speak for it, I'm going to let my actions speak for it. Like, I, I'm not going to... Complain about niggas not supporting me, niggas not fucking with niggas me, niggas not sharing my music twenty four seven, niggas not hitting my inbox. Get out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, man. because at the <laughs> end of the day, if I get hot, then all that shit is gonna come. Obviously, yeah. I'm not at the level I think I'm at. Right. You feel me? Like I'm not at the level I th- I think I'm at where I think I deserve niggas hitting me up and asking me to do shows. I, maybe I'm not there yet. If you still gotta ask niggas. Because you're not doing it enough to, quote-unquote, share your shit. Think about all the times where if you was in a position, would you want to share your shit? Like, be realistic about your art as well. Like, I think it's okay to ask somebody to maybe share an episode. Like, I haven't asked nobody personally to share an episode of uh, Dad Has Some Bowties, but I've been in everybody fucking inbox asking them to just listen to an episode. If they like it, pass it on. But there's a few of y'all niggas that be taking this, yo, listen to my music shit way too far. Like, bro, your shit not even hot, bro. Your mom don't even share your shit. Why well, I'm gonna share your shit? Yeah, I think... And, and your mom following me on Facebook. What I, up? I think there's a difference between a general status like right. yo if you like this comment share like i think you're supposed to do that not saying oh niggas should share my shit but <laughs> when you start hitting niggas up like me me and flo talk about this all the time Uh-oh. i don't want i'm gonna keep it 100 again i don't want niggas i don't want to have to be in niggas text messages and inboxes being like yo sh- like f- share my shit in terms of like I'm for I'm pretty much forcing you in conversation to share it. Like hitting up flow, like, yo, flow, make sure you share this episode. I don't want that because that's not organic. It's not. And there's a difference between organic plays and organic shares and organic comments and you having to hit your friends every time you drop something and asking them to share. You know what that's called in the NFL nigga? Clipping, nigga. You offsides. Damn. Cause it's like Niggas don't want to feel like every time you text them or you hit them up, you asking for a favor. If they really like your shit, they going to share it because they going to be so elated. Like, think about it when you see a picture or you see a video or some shit like that. Whenever when I saw that kangaroo get boxed up, my nigga, that that video that's floating around. I was like, nah, this shit mad funny. I got to tag niggas or nah, this shit mad funny. I got to share it. That's organic. That's real shit. Like, that's where you hit your boy up and like, nah, my nigga. 
nigga, you really got to check this shit out. It's right. mad funny. Not the kangaroo in an ex inbox like, I just fucked some nigga up. You want to share this shit for me? Thanks. <laughs> what the I fuck? What, what part of the game is that, my nigga? <laughs> that, that was a kangaroo voice. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But, but honestly, I think it comes down to insecurity. Honestly, like, you're not secure with yourself. Mm-mm-mm. And so Mm-mm. you get mad at somebody else's success or you get mad at the fact that you not where you need to be. Listen, we don't none of us know the end of our story. Nobody. So, it's like I know it like it's hard to enjoy the ride when you don't get to the destination quick enough, but sometimes you got to just fall back preach, and preach, enjoy what preach. the fuck is happening cuz if you worry about like all that other shit, man, it, it it only takes you back and only holds you back. Get out that negativity. Man. A few of y'all Damn, a few of y'all just asked for promoters to get y'all refund money back. Damn, I know, I know, I I, I know, I, I know. It's all right. I've been there. I, I've been there. You know, you just got to be real with yourself. This is not for you. If you're still making 2016 music that sounds like 2006 music, this is not for you. Oh. This oh. is not for you, bro. It's not for you. So speaking of Insecure... Uh, we meant to get to this shit. Damn, there's a lot of carryover shit. Right. We meant to get to this last week. We like a fucking phone provider and shit. Carryover minutes and shit. <laughs> like, we back. Got you. you get carryover episode. Um, insecure. Like again, I haven't seen the show yet. Me I either. still need to see it because everybody talking about this shit. Um, but we know that season finale though. The season finale. What that finale do? So, <laughs> in the season finale, and I don't know the characters well, so I'm not fucking up nobody' name. Right. But. The main character, like the protagonist, who is a shorty, right, <laughs> was dealing with a nigga uh-uh. that was like, I guess, lazy and not doing what he needed to do, um, and like she stuck with him. It's a few niggas listening right now, nigga. If you don't clean the hallway for your girl, man, nigga, get up, get up, my Damn, nigga, get man. up, feed the baby, shit, fuck. So he wasn't doing much. Um, he didn't have a much. He didn't have a lot of ambition, and somewhere in the season. Uh, the main character cheated on this nigga with a next nigga. Wait, 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 wait. How the chick telling her man that, well, he already lazy, but she, oh, so she fucked with another nigga because he was lazy. She fucked with another nigga who had a lot of ambition because it was that 80-20 situation. That nigga had everything that other nigga didn't have. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of, yo. Woo! Anyway, um, so... She goes, she fucks with with a next nigga, um, and at the end of the season, this nigga leaves her after he didn't got a job. I think he had a job at Best Buy and starts fucking with this bitch that was like at a at a bank, a bank teller who used to tell him, you know, he was great and he could do well Damn. and this, that, and the third. Damn. So the question that comes from that is, have you ever been in a situation where you felt you built somebody up to pristine value, and once you built that person up, they said, thank you, peace, I'm out. D-Flow, you need another towel? Ah, ah! I'm going to sip this juice. Damn, ah, man, ah. Yo, ah... (laughs) I don't know, bro. Uh, I've definitely been on the shitty end of the stick um, with 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 shorties. I'll never forget, man. Uh, I was in high school dealing with this chick. We was going out for a few months, and um, she just all of a sudden randomly just started fucking with an upperclassman. 
Um, mm. I was a sophomore. She was a freshman, but she was only one year younger than me, so we was right there, like 16, 15. Uh, but, but, but the upperclassman was like 18, 19. So I had to find out. Super senior in the face ass right. nigga. I had to find out on MySpace. Shorty oh, was just, yeah, shit. was fucking with the nigga. And uh, all of that shit started started wearing a chain in school. Oh, shit. This was happening while we were still in a relationship. So every time I tried to talk to her about it, she was like, I mean, we Bimmers going to break up, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? The Rock is here. Shorty broke up with me on my birthday. Damn. So, <laughs> so long story short, years after that, oh, I became a very dog nigga. Like, straight up and down. Because me and Shorty was building something great. And, you know, she built up my hopes, self-esteems, and then started fucking with another nigga, you know? And that's how the cookie crumbled, bro. I high mean, school high school puppy love. It hurt. I'm going to come from a different perspective because it's definitely... Y'all all know. Flo, you know. I done met plenty of chicks that... This nigga has two of <laughs> I know. He, I know he was trying to be nice. He trying to be nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of this nigga. I'm proud of him right now. what's going on right now. They're playing... Ben. <laughs> what he talking about. Plenty of chicks that I've met that I got them out of either a dark place or a, a bad financial place. There is a light. <laughs> <laughs> or I've done something to change their life. And listen, I I want I charge that to the game, my nigga. Wow. I charge that wow. to the game. Won't use whose voice that is. Wow. <laughs> I, wow. Instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> I charge that to the game, Damn. my nigga. But at the end of the day, the problem I have with that is like you I think that's what your our purpose is in life is like to to give knowledge and to to help others out. But when niggas, like, take advantage of that shit, and especially when they promising you a relationship in whatever way, shape, or form, and then when you get to that point where they get at a good spot and they dip off on you, man, listen, shit. That shit crazy to me, bro. That, that's, that's rough. All I'm going to say is that to the dudes that... Got violated by shorties that, you know, you really thought it was going to work out. Chances are it was never going to work out because shorty was going to be playing you from the beginning in, in the That's start. That's a fact. So, I just, so, I'm praying for y'all niggas. I really am. Damn, I'm praying for a lot of y'all. The niggas I know, the niggas I don't know. And I'm just going to leave the stories out of it today. I ain't going oh, to do that. That's too close to home. <laughs> too close oh, to God. home. Um, but if God. the shoe fits, my nigga, if the shoe fits. So... Post-racial America, a lot of niggas been acting like uh, after Obama, this has been all rainbows and mm. sunshine, but the Sioux Indians just went through some shit. The Standing Rock incident where these niggas was trying to put a, a pipeline uh, through the Missouri River. So why exactly again, I know I asked you, why exactly again are they doing this all of a sudden, or is this like an attempt after another attempt after another attempt, or is this some shit that... This is a new a new pipeline that they're trying to get oil. They they feel like it is going to um, be a great oil reserve for them to be able to do this. You know, they're going to get a lot of oil. Oh, everything is about fucking oil in this country, fossil, bro. Fossil, fossil fuels, fuels, man. Damn, son. So they they rather risk there being some type of oil spill that would fuck up the Missouri River, which is one of the primary sources of water for the Sioux Indians that live over there. Oh, so they, they, they're willing to risk shit like that, and that's considered, like, very um, pure and sacred land to them. Mm -hmm. um, 
So they 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 were willing to to risk all of that solely for some oil. So the Indians was like, fuck that. The Sioux Indians were like, nah, B. <laughs> we ain't with the shits. And they started protesting. Um, but this was some real shit protesting. This was on some, like, niggas got their rocks. They got their sticks. They got their shit ready. Oh, and shit. they they stood. And then eventually a lot of people in the surrounding area decided to give back up. I think... Um, there were some veterans who came out of retirement, was like, nah, we stand with the, the Sioux, uh, mm. and we ain't going to let y'all niggas do this shit. They, they, the veterans, by the way, what probably wasn't saying that shit when they was killing a few niggas that looked just like them years ago, but we ain't going to get into that. Well, that would be hundreds and hundreds of right, 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 <laughs> years ago. Right. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it looked like some crazy Hunger Games shit. If you've seen the pictures and stuff, bro, it was like, you see the, like, it almost looked like a police militia versus, you know, homely people who are just trying to hold it down because they feel like, you know, that's their land and you're not supposed to do so that. So basically what they did was like that scene in Pocahontas when John came over with the Americans and they was like, yeah, we about to do some shit on this uh, land. We about to do some excavation type shit. Yeah, it was similar Damn. to that. It was similar to that. It was definitely like that. Damn. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I would hate to be an Indian. Y'all gonna have to kill my ass. Shit. So, I mean... This idea of a post-racial America, like, how do you feel about that, bro? Um, I mean, first, going back to what you were saying, we have to stop acting like Obama was really going to solve every fucking black person's problem in the United States. We got to really just cut that shit out. Number two, y'all got to understand, again, huh, got to go into a history class. Children, please take all your books and pencils. Turn to chapter two. Uh, make sure you have a number two pencil. If it, if it doesn't work, please get a big pen, B-I-C. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Obama, president, executive branch. Then we have the legislative branch. Then we have the judicial um, judicial branch. We have three branches of government. Obama did sign off on um, stopping the uh, he did? the pipeline shit. Wow, though. interesting. And what, niggas, niggas overruled it? Did... No, nah, that was recent. That's that. Oh, so this, okay. this situation is done now. Okay, shit is defused. Okay, well, going back into the same thought. So Obama essentially, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, you should have learned this shit in junior year of uh, uh, being in high school. That's 11th grade. A few niggas who don't know what junior year represents uh, numerically. Um, Obama has to answer to uh, the House of Congress, you know, you know, the representatives and all that. And then he also has to speak to, uh, you know, the Senate. He doesn't necessarily have all the powers like right there, like next to his ass that he could be like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. Y'all taking this. Oh, Obama's mom was white. Father was black shit too far. He's still black, y'all. If he make the wrong call, the wrong move, they go off that nigga. They did it to JFK. They did it to Abe Lincoln. Stop acting like they won't try to impeach a nigga like Nixon. Y'all gotta cut this shit out, man. Cut this shit, black people. Cut it out. Damn, that was conspiracy <laughs> mixed with cut some next shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so this leads to another interesting conversation I was having during the week. So I was talking um, with a, a friend of mine uh, and this person is is in school. Okay. And they're learning, like, different things about uh, race and inequity in America. Mm. And so this person happens to be of the Jewish uh, faith and tradition. And there was a speaker that came to their their class. Mm. And what was described to me was the my friend got offended because the the speaker basically was like, nobody blames or no one 
gets upset when Jewish people reference the Holocaust as this horrific thing that could have set an entire people back. But when it comes to slavery, people get upset and people be like, yo, y'all got to get over it. It was 400 years ago. And she, my friend was like, she got offended because she felt that, well, first off, she did say no atrocity like slavery or genocide should be compared. Right. But she also said um, that the Holocaust can't be compared to slavery. Why not? Damn. Now, so that was my that was my my piece. I was like, wait, still died. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What you mean by that? She the same result was achieved. So (laughs) it led to a very interesting discussion because her point of view was kind of like I I think she just what the point that ended up coming to light was the fact of how slavery is portrayed Mm -hmm. in the media and in history books. Mm And all together versus how the Holocaust is portrayed. Mm-hmm. So when we were all taught, if you stayed strictly to the history books in high school about slavery, it just seemed like this terrible thing that mm-hmm. happened. But, you know, it was just lazy white people, particularly in the South, mm-hmm. which is not fully true, mm-hmm. that decided to get money by using slaves to work and forcing them into labor. But you don't know mm. about the raping, the murdering, mm. the killings, the, oh, this is your family. I'm going to kill your son in front of you mm-hmm. if, and fuck your wife. I'm going to fuck your pregnant wife. Then if I do decide to kill you, I'm going to kill you after I fuck your wife. And then if I really want to be a dickhead, I'm going to cut open the stomach with the baby hanging out. I think I'm trying to interject. I think what people what the issue is is that a lot of times the issue with that is that we don't know what really happened 400 years ago. Facts. There's clear documentation there is, of what though. happened in the 30s. We got and too the 40s. much 40. Oh mm. uh, yeah, we got a so lot of at photos. At the end of the day, they could try to make it seem like slavery wasn't that bad, but none of us really know. And what's in the textbooks is probably ten times worse. When what in actuality what really happened? What really happened? True. What really happened is way worse than what's in yeah. the. Well, what what happened in reality is way worse than than the textbooks. The problem is, the only way you're going to get this real knowledge about slavery mm-hmm. is one of two ways: you do your own research, right, or you take African American history or, or African American studies right. in college or, or Africana or whatever they call it in that department. Shout out to all the history. Professors. Those are and and right. a lot of people ain't trying to do that. You know, definitely what I'm not. I'm just starting to find out my my fault. I'm just starting to find out. My mentor just told me. I think he said he went to Washington D.C. or he he went somewhere to a certain library where they have like they, they can bring up records of like if your family uh like originally was on Ellis Island type shit. And if you motherfuckers don't know where Ellis Island is, good God Almighty, like fuck man. I hate to say it, Flo, but yo y'all really got yo y'all got a lot of work to do, man. Y'all niggas know the latest Giuseppe's that's coming out, the latest oh, Michael Kors bag. If y'all niggas don't know nothing about Ellis Island, if y'all know nothing about uh uh 
at least where your family, you know, originated from, despite the whole slavery thing. Like, understanding where your family uh, pedigree lies and shit like that. Y'all niggas shouldn't be talking about nothing but trying to find out where y'all really come from. So anyway, my mentor went and he found out that his wife is related to Ella Fitzgerald. Wow. And I and he he doesn't know what I'm about to say. I actually put a photo of his wife and Ella Fitzgerald. They have similar bone structure features in their cheeks. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Crazy. 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 So a lot of us also were not brought on slave ships. What I'm also finding out, you know, some of us was here. And then some of us was taken. And some of us definitely was thrown over them fucking uh, ships in the Atlantic Ocean. Facts. Damn. Facts. So, yeah, I just think that there's this this really juxtaposed position in terms of, like, when people talk about, like, the chapter on the... Ho- like, I remember being in school, mm-hmm. and when we got to the, to the Holocaust, it was the biggest... Like, we spent, I think, at least a month on that, and we had to to read um, what was it? Uh, I got you. If you don't, what's her you name? Got it. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, uh, Anne Frank. Anne Frank. We I was, was gonna, reading that shit for a minute. Yo, I was gonna say Franklin Anne. I don't no, know what I the fuck you. I'm thinking. Yo, um, Anne Frank. Niggas, we remember her story. We like had, it was my, like it was our story. We, I, I remember Son. us reading that book. I'm fucking getting goosebumps. For, think about her ass. So R.I.P. Man, we were reading that book, and I had so much empathy and sympathy yeah. for the. They went the through some shit, bullshit yo. that niggas. The gas chambers, yo. Oh my god! And at the end of the day, like I said, there's no comparison. You don't yeah, compare you genocides and. And destruction of races. You don't mm. compare those things. You but you also don't say they're not, that they're they're not, the they're not in right. in the similar right. realm. Yeah. They they hold the same importance. I mean, you don't gotta turn it, bro. Yeah. The main thing about it is that, and I'm not taking away from what they went through. Yeah. Whatever the the Jewish people went through is is hard. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Bad. But that happened over the span of what a decade. Yeah, slavery yeah, yeah, yeah. Sla- slavery happened for yeah, centuries. Years. Yeah, we're talking about centuries, right. yeah. So, 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 the, I mean, slavery has been existent since way before that. Dawn of time. Now, let's talk about the slavery of African black people that's right. been happening for centuries. Yeah, right, yeah. Centuries. It's talking about, we're not talking about six to ten million people dying. We're talking about hundreds of million people dying. Tortured. Dying, mm-hmm. raped, <laughs> sodomized, hung, ma- maimed. You fucking name it, son. Getting getting injected. You know what I mean? There's a yo Tuskegee Airman. Right, Tuskegee Airman experiment. Y'all gotta re- research this movie called Uncle Tom's Cabin. On the cover of the uh the the DVD, there's a young black male inside of a cage. Uncle Tom's Cabin. Y'all go get your research on. And again, there's no comparison. Right. But don't N- neither one hold more. They're both human atrocities right. that people went through. That it, it should have never happened. It should never be part of. But and because it did, we cannot stop the conversation and act like we shouldn't be having it. Right. And, but when we talk about fake woke versus actually oh, being woke, god. oh god. When you're actually woke, you understand things like what the U.S. school system does. To our uh, to indoctrinate right. people into believing certain things. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, slavery, like I said, is kind of is kind of watered down mm. in the history books. Mm. And this is real facts. This isn't one versus the other. This is actual fact. Right. It's watered down in the history books 
versus the Holocaust. Holocaust, at least the way it was taught to me growing up, mm. we spent, like I said, a month on that, and we were going in depth. And like I said, I fe- I almost felt more attached to Anne Frank than I did to uh, some of the, the, the slave stories that I heard. So you saying, possibly, X, you were more attached to Anne Frank than you were our brother Emmett Till? I was definitely more attached to Anne Frank than Emmett Till growing that up. That is crazy. I'm keeping it 100. I was definitely oh more attached God. to Anne Frank than I was to Harriet Tubman. Wow. You can't blame X for that. You got to nah. blame the education system. Definitely. Growing up. Now, fuck that. Right. But <laughs> like right. I, I don't I don't share that experience. Right. But growing up yeah. through the educational system, I can see that. Yeah. I was I way that. more attached Damn. because of how it was taught to me yeah. and how important it was in the broader scope of things right. when when taught to me and even when we talk about the regents when we take the history in the U.S. regions. Right, in the English regions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. they ain't that... The, the closest thing I had to a, a slave book uh, was Huckleberry Finn to talk about slavery in a positive way. Shout out to the uh, shout out to the fans, man. We over here recording the episode. I'm getting hit up talking about we love your shit. Shout out to my man Flirtus, man. <laughs> what up, boy? Lit. So, yeah, man. So, at the end of the day, um, my biggest thing is, like, Stay woke about certain things as well as definitely because her gripe was like it was I guess when he was speaking, he was trying to, I guess, given he was trying to give slavery more prudence Mm -hmm. than the Holocaust. And I think that that's wrong, too. I think we all have to empathize with each other's stories and understand that an atrocity is an atrocity. Right. At the end of the day. Right. So like at the end of the day, like an atrocity, ladies and gentlemen, we should not be, you know, for, for, first of all, going back to an all-time classic, one of the most number one things that we are dying over as a whole, as a human race, is definitely religion and war. Mm. And, and, and possibly disease might be on the tail end of that, but definitely religion, definitely war, definitely disease. I mean, let's talk about the fact that all wars are based off religion. Mm. Uh-oh. Shit getting crazy. So that's a different conversation for a different part. Word, 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 word. But yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That, that shit, yeah, that's, that's, like that shit got deep just now. I was like, what? Um, I was like, fodder. What? But, <laughs> but a, a terrible atrocity that we all should be looking out for mm. is what's happening in South Sudan. Mm. Um, there's a genocide going on, or they're on the brink of it getting real crazy. So... Um, if you're really like interested in those things and keep keeping your eyes out and open and you know where you thinking about maybe giving your money in terms mm-hmm. of charity during the holiday season, uh, South Sudan is about to go through some shit. So keep your eyes open for that. And shout out to everybody that's listening to the podcast that don't like this tone right now. That you know this episode is a bit more serious, and that's okay for you, fuck boys and fuck girls. Listen, we trying to get y'all uh, to understand that there are more things important out there than a few jokes that we crack. You know what I mean? Right. It's, yeah, is 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 about yeah. to talk about sucking dick anyway. Right, right. So. We 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 about to niggas so open up. So okay, cool. <laughs> so talking about relationships and Flo, I'm glad you're here cuz you you married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You in a relationship. Word. And I'm single. Now you asexual. 
Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. You asexual. Oh, Damn. Let me touch your hair. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Oh. Uh, so this conversation that we about to have, I want to get all of our perspective, and I know we are gonna get flamed because it's three niggas in the room and we don't got a shorty. Going to the so strip club. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna revisit this when we have Kim in the building, um, which is gonna be during the wrap up show, uh, which is gonna be crazy as fuck. We're gonna have a year end wrap. Shout out show. to the homie that's making his appearance. Yeah, oh, man. man. We we don't like to name names until we name names. Jeez. But um, all right. So when you get into a relationship. Should you start compromising who you used to be? No. <laughs> Blow you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Blow you. Let me, let me, let me. Especially three months in? Nah. No. All right. Speaking from a marriage perspective, even a long-term relationship, I feel like you have to make some level of compromise, but it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It has to be a two-way street. Because at the end of the day, if you start compromising who you are as an adult, you have ways, you have your bad habits around. Right. And a lot of times you end up being in a long-term relationship and compromising so much that you sort of tell yourself, but this, this isn't who I am. This is not mm. who I was, you know? And we get mature, you make more mature decisions. But at the same time, you ha- if you find a person that you've been with for so long and you're like, yo, like... If this person has changed you from who you really are, then you got to really start considering if you really want to stay in that relationship. I mean, how much is too much compromise? Too much compromise is when you natu- when you find yourself making decisions or doing things that you know you should never make a decision and be unhappy with your decision. Mm. So the, some, That's some real sometimes shit. you you'll be like, "All right, because I'll do this because it makes you happy." Right. But if in your heart, like it then makes it you unhappy. It make, makes you unhappy. It makes you depressed. Like then was the decision really worth it? And sometimes, to be honest with you, like I can't speak for everybody else. I don't. I don't like. And y'all know I don't get too in depth about my relationship right. outside of certain situations. But to be honest with you, when it comes to me, I'll do it regardless. Mm. It's either I'll stop. I'll think about it. I'll be like, you know, maybe this is going to get wifey upset. But I'm going to be like, nah, fuck it. Like, if I don't do this for me, then who else is going to do it for me? Mm. I'm only going to bend what I'm doing so much that I don't <clears throat> disrespect my other half. Mm. But I'm going to still do what I want to do because that makes me happy. Right. At the end of the day, the number one rule is love yourself. Right. You can't love someone more than you love yourself. No matter who. That's a besides fact. a child. I mean, when you got kids, it's a little yeah, bit Yeah, get a little tricky. It gets tricky. a little bit tricky. And that, that's still a questionable type of conversation, too. But... When it comes to your other half, you got to do what's necessary for you and then think about whatever you're doing, if it's really going to affect them. And if it really affects them and they're unhappy with the decisions that you make, then maybe that person isn't as supportive as you think they are. Mm. I've been in a lot of relationships. Thank you, Flo. That was fucking beautiful, man. That was <laughs> a few niggas is proposing right now. <laughs> right now. Sucking toes. And the girl is saying oh, fucking disgusting. Right. And the girl is saying no. <laughs> um. Yeah. Rough. 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 Oh, Rick Ross voice. Um. Me personally, not to get into it too much or say any names. No need to. Um. I've definitely been in a lot of relationships. Um. In my short twenty three. Uh. Uh. Twenty six years young on this planet. Amen. And a women. That's my new word. A women. Um. And um. The relationships have definitely changed my perception. Um, I've been in a lot of relationships where I literally sacrificed my last and my last meaning my last 20 to put gas in the car. 
knowing that I need that re-up in the next two weeks, nigga ain't gonna get paid, but I'm gonna I'm spend it on this gas money because you gotta go somewhere that's dumb fucking far and I wanna make sure you get there. Or, you know, a 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. call. Hey, babe, something happened. It's an emergency. Guns were drawn. Can you come pick me up? Oh, God. So now, so, 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 so now I'm putting myself potentially and my life potentially for you in danger. These are things I would normally, you know, these are things I normally wouldn't do, but the word was compromise. What are you willing to give so that this other person gets a relief? Gets some type of closure, get some type of uh, some type of safety and securement to know that you got their back no matter what. There's a lot of relationships that I know for a fact uh, that have changed the scope and how I deal with, you know, women. You know, before when I wasn't in relationships, I was fucking chicks left and right. Like, I, I ain't gonna front. And then there'll be some chicks that I was only with just because I knew they was gonna give me the pussy. Like, it wasn't, like, really for your looks. Like, you just gonna keep it a buck. You know, a dog gonna do what a dog gonna do. Ruff, 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 ruff. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Killing the mic. Nigga trying to blow this shit out. Whoa. Blow it out your ass. Goddamn, son. What about you, I mean, shit. I've been single for so long, damn. and by single... Wait, wait, wait. Asexual single. Yo, All right, go. God damn, right, man. Right. Can you hold it down? Hey. Um, I've been single for a minute, and by single... I mean, single and dating, I've definitely oh. been, yo. So you've been smashing a lot of checks. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think my mentality is <laughs> on like a single, like it's still on this like single, um, level because my idea of of being in a relationship is like I don't. I think that you should compromise, and I think I naturally compromise for friends and family. Well, and, and you light skin, that's default. I'm not light, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Um, that's default. But at the end of the day, I also feel like, like very similar to what Disa, I, I kind of feel like you shouldn't compromise yourself. I feel like you should bring yourself, that person bring themselves, and the only compromise you should be making is in terms of bettering each other like mm. if you have bad ways and that person brings those bad ways to your attention and you realize they're bad ways that's where the compromise comes from but when you compromise on your happiness i kind of feel like that's unhealthy and that become and, and sometimes that that may become an issue like for instance i want to be in a relationship with my shorty is cool with us going to the strip club like i feel like that shouldn't be a problem Damn. because i'm not taking no stripper home I don't want nothing to do with the stripper. It might just Man. be my boy's birthday. He Man. might want to go to the strip club, and I don't want to say no to my boy. A few dudes just turned to their wife right now, and she like, Daryl, if you ever. <laughs> if you ever. <laughs> if you ever. I'm at the strip club, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, you like, at the strip club. You're right. I you're feel right. like that. that's part of being secure in your relationship. Right. And people could disagree. People could say that you're temp you're, you're Feeding into temptation and shit like that, but I don't think so. Like, if your girl says she with the shits, then there's no tempta- uh, temptation. Everybody going in for a good time, and for who knows the 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 uh, fucking effect of seeing asses go up and down, nigga. If you wanted to see that, you could y'all could have watched the porn. But she wanted the full body experience. I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like the strip club don't really do n- like I'm never sitting there like yo. I'm, I'm drooling like I gotta take a bitch home. I gotta take a strip. You home. never saw a bad bitch and was like, yo, I gotta take her home. No, my nigga. I gotta make her wifey. 
No. I think that comes in maturity too, because a lot of times you go to the strip club knowing this chick is there just to fuck with you. Right. That's it. Like. Right. That is her job. At the end of the day, yeah, that's her job. To, to tease you and to, to, to get your money, like and then you go there. home to wifey and, and fuck the shit exactly. out of wifey. That's, that should be the goal. If if your wifey is okay with you going to the strip club. Because if wifey's not okay with you going and you still go, you ain't getting no pussy. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah, want a wifey that's not okay with me doing right. that. Like at the end of the day. I mean, but it's a two way street. And I think a lot of niggas don't believe it's a two way street. A lot of niggas would be like, nah, fuck it. My girl can't go to a male strip club. Right. But what if your girl wanted you to go to a male strip club with I'm her? not doing that. Damn. You the, could go. The you double standard shit is real. I don't want to see no nigga shaking his penis in my but face. But then she going to say, I don't want to see no bitch shaking her ass. But a lot of girls like that shit. Some girls don't. And some don't. Find her. <laughs> Find her. I'm going to say two things really right. quick, right? I feel like the only times you should really, really, really compromise in a relationship is one, when you move in together, when you start living Damn. together, mm, then you have to compromise because now you're in each other living quarters. Like right. certain compromises has to be made. Like you can't fall around her. Like I you mean, just that, hold you, it they in. get used to it. So, <laughs> oh God! Holy shit! I mean, the difference is though when you do live with a person, you can't go out every night. Definitely can't. You can't. I'm not saying you can't, but you should be considerate. Be considerate. Yeah. Be considerate because if she starts going out every night, you're gonna be like. You kind of gonna be like, "What's up?" Exactly. So it's like, and you can't like little things like that though. Like, mm. there's a lot of double standards when it comes to living with your partner. That and two, don't make no crazy compromise. Don't go too hard if the next person isn't willing to go as hard as you are going. Mm. To. We might need examples. What's going too hard in a? I mean, what's going too hard in a relationship? Y'all I mean, should write example. in too. Yeah, like prime example, like. Mm. Money. We'll talk. Let's let's talk about this. Mm. I think that's the worst. Let's money. talk about this money, yeah, boy. Yeah. Just talk about money. Like when Damn. it comes to money, if understandable, if one person makes more than the other, then whoever is a dominant, the person who's bringing home the bacon, well, of course is going to be spending more. Right. But at the same time, it comes back down to the situation. Like me and X had a great conversation about this a few weeks back, where women. And we're talking as niggas, so yeah. I guess it's different. When you have a girl here, it's going to be a little yeah. bit different. Yeah, when Kim come through. Yeah, like. Because I know some shorties is listening. Yeah. Like, y'all niggas, see, this, that shit. Y'all but right niggas. now, uh, but right now, uh, <laughs> boo-boo, uh, we, we don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> so, it comes back to the person. If, like, you're the one, if you're the one paying all the bills, if you're the one taking care of everything, then... Does it bring back the stereotype of saying, like, yo, like, shorty, like, I'm the one paying the bills. I'm the one doing everything. Maybe you should be cooking for me. Maybe you should be doing my laundry. Maybe you should be taking care of the house. Because if that's the case and we want an equal status, then I need half the bills. I need half the rent. Like, it comes back down. It's a real, it's a, it's a very tricky place. Because a lot of times women will say, Oh, this ain't the 1950s or 1940s. I ain't cleaning your shit. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. And you got every right to that. And you do. But. But. However, ho. However, miss. Damn. Hold up, hold up. If you want your bills paid, if you want to live that life, then I only expect but so much. The reason why those ladies were doing things back in the day, because they were housewives. They couldn't get a job. They couldn't get a job. But if you work, there was laws if you in place. make your bread, you're making you, your own bread, you're making your own money, and you still expect me to take care of you, and even though you make your own bread, it's still subtle things that's just meant to be 50-50. I think that brings up a, 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 another middle ground conversation in terms of chivalry, which came from the times of when men had to court women 
um, from the family. So basically, you had to prove to the family that you would be a good husband for their daughter. Um, and, and back in those days, it was more on the idea of you could take care of their daughter and raise a good household in doing so. So the women didn't have, weren't able to get jobs because of you know fuckboy shit that was going on. Um, and so as a man, you had to show that you would be able to provide for that daughter, for that person's daughter. You'd be able to take care of them. You had enough money to take care of the both of y'all. And, and that's where some of the principles of chivalry came from. Now, fast forward 2016, where we are all, everybody's on the same page about everyone having equal rights. And everybody should have a fucking uh, phone that got a camera, too. Get the this fuck out of here with the mobile phones. But <laughs> everybody trying to get equal rights. We equal um, And the ideas and principles of chivalry still exist, but it becomes a clash because it's like, I've been I've definitely come across a lot of shorties where they be like, I want you to pay for my hair, pay for my nails, pay my bills. If you don't pay and there's a lot of memes, if you don't pay her phone bill, you ain't a real nigga. Get the fuck out of here, my nigga. But they don't wanna do the real but they, bitches shit. Like, right. You don't wanna be a real chick and and you want all you wanna receive all these things but you're not willing to give. Right. You want me to pay your rent, pay your phone bill, pay your car note. Like, first of all, what? Get the fuck out of here with all that bullshit. And then at the end of the day, I'm supposed to take you to dinners and stuff like that. And you could still front on whatever it is that's supposed to happen. And all we're going to do after that is blow your fucking back out and break your goddamn neck with our foot. That's it. That's all we doing. I mean, <laughs> that's all I we mean, doing. Hey, it's not all about the pussy, but that's <laughs> part of the reward. At the same <laughs> if she not doing what she got to do, I'm going to play the game. Like the actor I can be, and just break that back. I charge. That, I it. charge that to the game. I'm gonna charge that to the game. Charge that to the game. That's it. It's a part of it, right? You but know what I mean, but real shit. So I mean, I don't know. It gets it gets a little tricky in terms of compromise because, like I said, I'm in the dating pool now, and some girls that I, I've dated, um, they they be on some like like I sometimes I take offense to it because it's kind of like. Are you trying to treat me like a sucker nigga? Because that's kind of how it feels when you just dating and a shorty asks for you to do some shit for them now. It's like, wait a minute. I already tell you how I felt. I'm going to be quiet about this, this subject. Y'all niggas know me. I'm XAB's bro. I'm the crazy one. All these bitches out here, all this dating shit, all this he got to do. Nah, 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 nah. Fuck the pussy, by the way. Because you don't have to go out on a date with a shorty and she got to give it up. She ain't even got to give it up in the first 90 right, days. For y'all right. niggas who think that shorty is supposed to give it up after you buy her a right. meal, y'all niggas yeah, are on the wrong part of the game. Y'all niggas is fucked up Stop already. Stop watching Love Jones. Shit. That was a movie. Stop watching Love and Hip Hop. Fuck out of oh. here. Fuck. Stop watching that. Stop, Stop watching Remy and Papoose. Y'all will never get what they got. Y'all niggas ain't real. Shout out to the Love and Hip Hop event I was at uh, on Monday, by the way. Shout out to that. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I just feel like when we just dating mm. and I'm I'm already taking you out to dinner or whatever the case may be, unless we are doing some... Like, I also like to be appreciated. So if I'm taking you to dinner, you don't got to equal it, especially if I'm making more money or whatever the case may be. But just... You are making more money than most of the chicks you dating. But just... Just show me appreciation. I ain't going to say nothing. Just show me... <laughs> just, just show me appreciation. You know what I'm saying? Like, show... Like, 
maybe one out of the five times I take you, be like, nah, ex, I'm taking you to dinner. Fuck out of here. Like, I appreciate shit like that. Are you vetting right now or are you just speaking in general? What's I'm just going talking on? in general, bitch. Okay, okay. I mean, let's All talk right. about the fact of be clear when it's a date. You definitely got to be clear. That's the biggest thing. Be direct. A lot, of these, a lot of these chicks are out here classifying what our dates as hangouts. Hangouts. Let's hang out. No, if we want to hang out, we're going to buy your own drinks. Right. Yeah, if we're hanging out, we're gonna make you are buying your way. And you giving me gas money. That's Word. a hangout oh. between two friends. Oh. When I'm with my niggas, oh. well, these are my brothers. So, right. And we're going to get to the difference between right. your brothers, right. your homies, and acquaintances. And acquaintances. But Damn. when I'm with just a homie, a hummy, like, Damn. yo, bro, um... Where the gas money at, bro? Word. Or, yo, bro, we going out to eat? All right. So, how we splitting the bill? Right. You when I'm with me, my bros... Giving me 20, I'm putting, it on, I'm putting the rest of my card, right? All right. right. When I'm with my bros, it'll be on some, like, every now and then. Even with my bros, like, when we go to dinner, every now and then I might be like, yo, I got y'all. Right. But... For the most part, we we already on the yeah, same. Yeah, we're already we on know same it's, already understood. it's already understood. It's understood. But why is it when shorties want to classify niggas just friends, they also think the niggas supposed to pay for them and act like it's not a date? You knew it was a date. You knew it was a date. You wasn't going on that if you if you wasn't getting the free free. And don't you hate ex when a shorty and you out on a date and you feeling shorty and you over here posting yeah I'm on a date yada 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 you might tag her or whatever or you might tag where you at and she might be in it and this bitch got the nerve to just tag herself like yeah I'm just out hanging out with a friend bitch is you crazy <laughs> or cut you out the picture I paid for that weave bitch the Brazilian I paid for that I paid for your weave I paid for your hair to get done and I ain't fuck you in five months and we only went out on three days bitch you owe me she give me head under this table right now bitch oh god fuck man Kim is yeah. gonna fuck us up I was vetting man I was vetting right there man bitches owe me head <laughs> fucked up all them dates to 2012 I feel like there's bitches that owe me shout back. out to Kanye he was not crazy on that line man <laughs> <laughs> bitches, oh, mad people. You got to stop posting these photos of you out on dates talking about, oh, I'm just hanging out with a friend or I'm chilling with my girls. No, bitch, you with me. You with me. We're not at Chuck E. Cheese. We at 57th and Rue on 7th Avenue. Stop playing. Stop playing with the fucking life, bitch. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean that's real life though. I'm, I'm just saying like if you know it's if you know a nigga is feeling you right and a nigga offers to take you out on a date right and you not feeling him? Just tell him. Just tell the nigga. Just let the nigga know, like, yo, honestly, I just want to see you as a friend. And if we do go out, like, it's not a date. So that the nigga's mindset changes when y'all go out. And he's not thinking he's building some shit up. But what about a dude now? Let's keep it funky, fellas. What if a dude go out on a date with a shorty? And the shorty feeling the nigga more than he feeling her. Should the dude be outlandish and be like, yo, ma, honestly, this is just a date. I'm just probably going to see where this go. We do, like two more of these and I'm just honestly trying to fuck. How honest does a nigga gotta be? I feel like honesty... Nah, I just... I feel like honesty is the best policy, So, niggas gotta test that theory then. Somebody gotta test that. I tell bitches what it is. Oh! I mean, most, most of the time I don't have to. Most of the time we just know. Like, I feel like... I feel like there's something like oh shit. Communication is everything. Oh, you're to gonna me. be okay after this. I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> communication <laughs> is everything. Some of y'all just date. <laughs> communication is everything. Right. And I also feel like you gotta be realistic about what the situation is sometimes. Like if you 
still doing your, you still on the come up and like doing certain things, you got to know this ain't going nowhere. You, you still, you know, on, you still hitting some of these drugs. This can't go nowhere. You got to understand that. I can't, we can't do nothing. You still on the, on the bottle crazy. You still taking a bottle to the head? If you talk about you want to make a family with me and you still shopping with an EBT card, I don't know if that's going to work out. And, and there's no offense. That's not right. that's not against anybody because if you in a certain situation, but, you're in a certain situation. But I don't know, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> see? Thank you, my nigga. Thank you. The bitch bird clap right now. <laughs> Hey. That's right, my nigga, get it popping. Hey. I mean, hey. Yo. I mean, yo. If you but trying it, to take it to the next level, if, boo. If you could come through with the EBT card, I mean, yo, that, that free food. <laughs> oh, but that's about it. Because I don't I'm see nothing that, else after that. I'm just that's saying, if it, I, I don't judge people off off of their situation. I, I mean more so of their mindset. Oh, like, if your mindset is still on some, I'm just trying to party, I'm just trying to do this, I'm just trying to do that. I don't know how far this could go, ma. Like, cause if you dating a nigga for for a year and you still saying, "Oh, I'm just trying to see where this go," bitch, it went twelve <laughs> months. Oh, nah, that's wild. Right, like, yeah, now you, that I definitely right. agree on. Like, there's no such thing as dating for a year. <laughs> I feel like there's like a five date rule. Like, if you, bitch, if we were in the fifth date, nah, it's, and it's you three don't for me, know dogs. where the fuck this is going, alright, son. That's three for me, dogs. D D flows on five. I mean, my cut off I feel three. like you could be you could be off and on or dating a shorty for a long period of time. What the fuck is off and on, bro? That means that y'all started talking and something happened. Y'all don't talk that same way, and then something sparks up again. And you this start show, talking. this show just took a part two. This nigga got me on some. This a boys' night right now. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? I mean. Cause I've dated girls off and on, like one, like for that? for like three months. We kind of like we talk and we seeing what's up. Then maybe I disappear or, or she disappear, and then three months later we come back together. D Flo, I think this nigga forgetting the rules of the game. That's not an on and off nigga. That's a girl you smash from time to time. But that's what I'm saying. Right. That's, I, that's, that's a, and she gets categorized as the homie, the one that you can fuck when y'all want to fuck. Nah, I don't know about all that. Nah, you fucking I, up the game. Sometimes man. I care about my homies. Like nah, nah, nah. I, nah, I, I care nah, about the homies. He can't talk much. A perspective of it doesn't take a person that long if they're feeling you like that. Like, you feel me? I feel like after I think knowing what like I think learning somebody and and definitely like you can you can project in your mind, all right, this could be wifey. I don't know if you autom- automatically have to put the seal of approval of we are now in a relationship after a year. That's my opinion. I feel like you oh, may know. You I, I feel like you may know. Like, all right, she in the What's wifey. the next topic? What's she the in the wifey though? category? Oh, I mean, no. wifey is a different thing. Like, I think it takes time to get to a wifey category. That's what I'm saying. In a relationship, if I'm going to call you my girl, you're my girlfriend. But that's the that's the difference. If, if you already at that point, yeah, you need to know where the fuck that's going after yeah, a year. Like but if you just fucking around. That's the homie, my nigga. <laughs> That's the homie that you smash from time to time. There's a lot of y'all out there that been holding niggas like myself down since 2011 up but, until my recent relationship. I appreciate you, ladies. Thank but you. But the homie could Thank also you. become the, the shorty. Oh, of course. That's all I'm saying. Some movie shit, maybe. Some, some movie That's shit. That's all maybe. I'm saying. The homie could eventually become the shorty. Like, so she could become the chick that you went from smashing out to A1. She could go Confidence. from I right, we just smash and we we go on we go out every now and then we trying to figure things out to I right, I think I could build something with her 
Now I can call this a relationship. Let's so the final date gotta be with all the other chicks you dated. It gotta be a fun with all ten of them at the there's table. Gotta like, be, the last, there's gotta be. There's gotta be a time where you get on the podium and right. you announce that you are no longer on the market. You gotta Damn. let all the all the shorties know, like, yo, it's over well, for that. The only way you do that now is no. changing your changing your relationship status, I guess, I on don't Facebook. Know, so I feel like, if, especially if you're smashing them already, bro. I feel like that gets a bit blurry because that can. If you're smashing them already and you already know what it's about. And then you decide, well, you know what? This person has been a good friend to me. But you, I don't think you would never take them that serious. because it, I think it depends. I feel like it depends on the girl. It, uh, I, I, I've never really seen that work. <laughs> I've seen it work. I've seen it work. I've never seen I've it seen, work. I've seen it work where it's like, I right, we, you know, we just been trying to figure this out. And now we at a point where it's like, fuck it. You know what I mean? It's me and you now. That's how shorties become insecure, bro. I think it depends on the girl, man. Because uh, some girls... If it gets to that point, that's when y'all was in a relationship the whole Facts. time. Facts. And nobody him. just didn't say that. That's, that's true. That, that's I, 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 I could understand that. You know what I mean? But sometimes you dating multiple people at the same time. If you taking chicks on trips or if chicks is taking you on trips, y'all fuck from time to time, y'all stop fucking around, you talk to other shorties, you technically was in a relationship with that bitch. Yeah. Facts. Because you guys were taking it to another level that you wasn't fucking with the other chicks. I mean, what if, what if you take them on trips but you don't fuck? What part of the game is that? <laughs> yo, bitch. <laughs> hey, yo. You ain't busting open for a real nigga? You ain't busting open for a real nigga? We paid for hotel flights for you to just look sexy in the bed and not give it up? I'm going to throw your ass in the pool. Yo, this right. Bleach water. This nigga is dumb, son. No lifeguard, bitch. Drive. I mean, I don't know. I be fucking the game up sometimes. I Damn, be fucking it up. It's over now. Hey. I would have came back from that trip not to right, friends. Right, right. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I just feel like Facts, sometimes boy. You, you need some time to grow. No, you know nigga. What I mean? That 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 right, not not that. that, 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 that if you take a shorty, if you take a shorty out on a trip, or if a shorty taking you out on a trip, y'all basically yo y'all branded it because now you don't even know what the fuck you could be sleeping, nigga. What if you take a shorty and her friend? It's I, I think I, I no, this, this is my thing. It's different when you just say like, look, oh. You know, I'm going to Miami, you know, like, you know, it's carnival time. Let's let's just go down to Miami and party. Everybody comes to this grand conclusion that everybody's going to go down and party. If I invite you, like, shorty, you want to come with me mm. on a trip? <coughs> me and you, mano y humano, mm. we about to go take this trip Same king-size bed. bed. Same room. I think it's kind of should be like, it's not even a kind of, sh- it's, it ought to be understood. It, it ought to. It's, 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 it's going down. It's going down. At one point during, on one of them four nights in five days, we fuck it. Sometime and sometime, my dick will be in your pussy. And if y'all chicks is disagreeing, you fucking lying. Leave the comments under the SoundCloud. We'll lying, get back to son, you. Dead ass. We'll get back to you. Fucking lying. Uh, you a fuck girl if you do it. You're definitely a fuck girl. Oh, God. Definitely. Oh, God. If not, I want you to... Cash out that fucking money back to my account. <laughs> oh, mole, 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 mole. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay. So let's say you're figuring it out with a shorty, and do you ask her to pay your ask, way? Ask for what? You do you? Ask, so let's say you're still figuring out, like y'all are just hummies, but you want to go on a trip and you mm. want her to come with you. Do you tell her, listen, 
pay for your your flight and hotel or half your hotel. I pay for flight and half the hotel, and we good. Or if Shorty's inviting you, no, if you inviting Shorty, right? But instead of it being like, yo, I'm paying for everything. Come see, we going to Miami. Like, what? Where does that leave it? If Shorty equally want to come, half and half. I'm gonna do a whole bunch of shit when we get to the location, wherever it's gonna be. But if Shorty equally want to come, all right, this is what I'm going to do for us right now. I got the plane or whatever. You get the hotel. Get the hotel. When we go out and whatever, it was initially my idea. I'm going to cover all the meal plans and all of that. Don't worry about it. That's this, what I would do. This is my problem with it, bro. If you if you fucking with a Shorty, right? Yeah. And she lets you smash. Yeah. She expects you to do something nice for her, right? She don't got to tell you that you got to do something nice for her. It's expected mm. that you will do something nice for her. Bitch, if I'm taking you on a fucking trip, I'm mm. about to spend grand, about to spend a couple G's on this motherfucker. Fucking <laughs> sucking the dick is pretty I nice to me. I don't need to tell you that you should give me some pussy. Mm. Right? I don't need to tell you lick the dick tip. I don't need to tell you these things. <laughs> That's true. You should just kind of understand that I'm going to expect these type of things to happen. And if she don't, when we get back to the States, it's dead. It's mm. dead. Because now, now I feel like, and I, like, I, like I always say, it's not about the sex, it's not about the, the thing, but it's kind of the reward. Right, right. Do it. <laughs> Expected a, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna just be a hundred. It is about that, man. The <laughs> fuck, man. Just, just call it square, square, and circle, know, I, circle. I, I, I'm more Niggas love. is falling in love with chick icon photos, talking about she could be oh, wifey, shit. and then you fucking meet Shorty and she catfish. Stop it, dog. I mean, I just like the idea of like learning a person. Well, stop liking the idea, bro. Listen to us, man. <laughs> we schooling you right now, bro. <laughs> Fuck all of them that so, did that. Fuck it. Well, no, no, no. Dumb, dumb. You know what I mean? How I feel about that? We gonna keep that. Up. Oh, we gonna keep that on the okay. side. Um, <laughs> so, what role does aggression play in a relationship? I was talking to these young ladies the other day, and they were talking about how they like their men to. They were around like eighteen years old. Talking about wow. they like their men to be aggressive. They like. They like that shit. Like, they like it when they start talking crazy to a nigga and the nigga be like, sit the fuck down. They like that shit. So, is there... <laughs> yep! <laughs> is there a role for that type of aggression in a relationship? I, I, yes. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> Your deep face! Ah! Ah! <laughs> As a man, son, bitches test you, son. A woman... To me, this is just my personal thing. Right. A woman wants a man that knows he could be a man when it's time to be a man. At the end of the day, no girl wants, and this is like I said, this is my personal opinion. No chick wants a nigga that they can push or be or, or bully, basically. Mm. Sometimes you really do got yo chicks be chicks be chicks have mouths, son. These bitches will hurt your feelings. Mm. And sometimes you really just gotta be like, cause you know you would never accept that from another man. Mm. And that's the problem a lot of times. A lot of times we let women abuse us without even knowing it. Verbal abuse is Verbal a real abuse thing. Verbal abuse is a real thing. You mm. would never let a nigga tell you shut the fuck up. I'm gonna punch you in your face because it's about to be on. Right. Mm. So for a chick or chick or a woman would tell you some shit and just be like, you just be like. If you was a nigga, I would punch you in the face right now. Mm. I, I was I was in a situation, I ain't gonna, I guess I ain't gonna call no names, and Shorty really made me feel crazy. I was somewhere, and I had an altercation with somebody. We was at somebody's party, and I spoke to the dude. Some shit happened um, over the internet, and I spoke to him about it, and he was like doing all this bunch of shit, like, yeah, I get goons to fuck you up, yada, 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 and everybody, you know, it was a big-ass scene. 
And then months later, I got into an argument with my girl. And you know what this motherfucker said? Oh, fuck out of here, because you ain't let so-and-so um, um, get all of that out just because uh, you and him was about to have a fight right now. So everything I'm saying right now was valid, because you ain't do shit when that nigga was pressing you. Oh, I was like... Shit. And dead and and dead ass when Shorty said that I was hurt. I ain't even go. I ain't even go. I, I ain't even go front like it ain't hurt. It hurt. Well, what what made it hurt? Was it that she said it, or was it that you believed what she was saying? Both. Because for one, I was in a I was in a place when the altercation happened with me with me in the mail. That me causing, well, I would I would have still been the cause of the fight because I'm the one that initiated the conversation. But I was on the humble about it. The dude was already super aggressive. I think maybe she would have liked it to see me get aggressive, but I didn't want to get aggressive because it was a friend's birthday party. I didn't want to be that guy. So, and I didn't want to also bring it outside. But when she said it, like months later, after me and her got into a conversation. It hurt because, one, I'm like, damn, you should have just understood that I was in a certain place where that would have been very childish childish of me to even start up a fight. And then, two, a piece of it was true because you know what? You're right. I should have actually said something to counter it. But instead, I let a nigga bitch me in front of, like, easily 15 people. Easy. And I didn't say nothing because I didn't want to cause a scene. Mm. But that's... That's a mature thing to do. I think one of the differences is that... I think as men, we got to realize that. We got to realize sometimes you just got to make... There's been plenty of times when a nigga try to press me, I just have to make a mature decision. Mm. That's a fact. if I fuck this nigga up right now, in the ultimate end, my ass will probably go to jail. Right, right. So at the end of the day, you make mature decisions based on what you think is logical. What the difference is that a chick will tell you some shit in closed doors in front of your face and be like, fuck you, nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you gonna do about it. That, that, that You looking at her like... I definitely had that. The, the fuck you mean right now? So I'm like, <laughs> yo, if you don't sit your little ass down, it's gonna go down. But you can't... You know you're not gonna hit her. Or you know you're not gonna get to a physical alteration with her. But at the same time, check your bitch. Oh, shit. Period. If you don't... The misogyny that, oozing off this mic right now. Hey. Whatever. <laughs> And the girl would tell Whatever. You, at the end of the day, that's that's just the reality. If you if you don't know, just like how you would check a nigga, it's no different. Facts. Mm. It's no different. Facts. Sometimes niggas will push their boundaries. You gotta check a nigga. Okay, no. so I, I can hear that. I hear, I hear. It's a fact. Maybe not overly. Like for me, I don't think aggression plays too much of a role in a relationship because I feel like that's too close to abuse to me on either side. Like. um... Being too aggressive, like, you, you can't do this, you can't, like, like controlling, those aspects, I don't really rock with that. But in the same sentence, I think that checking on both sides is definitely necessary because there are times where somebody will test you just to figure out how far you are able to be pushed, mm-hmm. you know? How far are you willing to go? How far are you willing to let things rock when they say or do certain things? And and the determining factor of what you allow, and I think that's with everybody. That's why when I initially meet everyone, they don't get to, they get the very cold shoulder. And it's not because I'm like on some dickhead shit. It's because I need to fill you out and I need to let you know that you can't come at me and, and think because... You know, I 
I'm quote unquote a pretty boy or whatever the case may be that you could come and take advantage. Sometimes you gotta just know from jump, like yo, like Silence said, yo, he might got a little crazy in him. Like you gotta know from jump, like don't come at me the wrong way. I'm a sweet dude at the end of the day. I'm mm -hmm. not even gonna act like I'm not, but like don't come at me crazy. Because you are going to get that side, that that check. Like, you're going to have to get checked. And I do feel like there is a place because, especially when you're you're first learning somebody, when you first get into a relationship where you may have to, like, check them a couple times. I think that that is something that, that happens. But then also, too, the dude or the chick, you got to check yourself first. Mm. If you know that you're coming at your partner point. or, you know what I mean, like if... if you got to know where it's coming from. Right. You like, you like, you really got to know. And then sometimes too flow, like I think you were really touching on it. Sometimes when people get into arguments with one another, bitches and niggas blow shit way out of proportion. Of it could have been the smallest shit. How the hell we talk about um something I left in the sink the other night to oh but you was liking that bitch status like I saw it like how the fuck we got there and niggas do it sometimes too like a nigga could uh easily take something niggas do it just as much fuck right me. like they shorty could you know they shorty could text them a certain way and then meanwhile a nigga is looking at how she's responding to one of her high school friends in school on the gram a certain way and it's like oh so what's good with you and Roy like, what the fuck you mean was good with me and Roy? Me and Roy was in the, in, in the science department, nigga, when we was in school. Ah, uh, but I ain't like the way you like, what the fuck, nigga? Are you really on this right now? Like, I'm going to talk about personal situation, baby. You know, I love you. But getting into my relationship, one of the things that I had an issue with was you got to delete all the photos on your Instagram and, and your social media. And I was like, what the fuck is you talking about? Oh, you got to delete all of that because I ain't got shit to do with us. I'm like, exactly, my mans. That has nothing to do with our relationship. It's there because it's a moment in time that's going to live there and whatever. But I was feeling like I was like a, a, a force a little bit because I'm like, how is these old ass shit got to do with new memories that, that we're about to create? That has nothing to do with nothing. All communications on that phone have been disconnected. The operator cannot come to the phone right now. You're getting a generic voice all day, every day. R.I.P. Mm. So I had a problem with that. And in talking and communicating, like Flo was saying, I had to learn that it was certain stuff that um, this person was not particularly used to. But at the same time, I had to let them know, listen, that has nothing to do with what we're doing. But I did it anyway to stop the little shit. Because sometimes, Flo, you have to what? Compromise. I didn't want to hear that mouth no that more. Shit, I, I, I feel you. Mm. I would have just been like, I feel you. Deal with it. Nah. I'm asking you to delete all your shit. Nah. Right. Well, well that's a lot of that, things. That's what I said. That's a lot of times that we get cornered because a lot of times women would tell us, "You gotta do this." You, you do, do it. it. <laughs> you I mean, see my phone. Let me see your phone. At the, I want to see your messages. Too. At the end of the day, I'm yo. Right. If a girl even present that to me. And I'm not even. That, I'm not, not the one. I'm not. Yeah. I, yeah. That's don't, definitely. You don't even don't, need to go further. Yeah. Than don't come at me talking about delete my photos. Don't come at me talking about I can't talk to somebody. This, that, and the third. If I tell you I'm in a relationship with you, I'm in a relationship with you. Nobody is gonna break that bond but me or you. And the only way I'm gonna do that is if I'm a fuck boy and I'm boy, I, like fuck I, boy things. Right. And I'm I shouldn't need, I'll let you know. I'd rather tell you I don't wanna be in this relationship no more before I go fuck the next bitch than be fucking the next bitch while I'm in a relationship with you. Like that's just not gonna gonna be my thing. That's not my steez. But like don't come at me with that shit, because that's not gonna work for me. 
Um, I've never, I've never had that problem in my, in any of my relationships actually. Mm. Like none of them. Like not even the, the, the ones that lasted three weeks. Oh shit! I never had like. Yeah, no, 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 don't come at me with right. that. Right, I never had a shorty ever, ever tell me, "Let me see your phone." Nah, if you ask to see I, my, I phone, don't even lock my phone. It's a dub if you ask me to see my phone. I don't even lock my shit. I, I don't lock my phone either. I'll be like, only whatever. Time, only, only time your girl want to see your phone is if she believes you're doing shady shit. Or she doing shady shit herself. herself mm. and she's insecure about it. That's, That's a fact. Make sure, because a lot of times, shorties be like, I'm doing some slick shit, so maybe he's, he's doing, doing some slick shit. shit. Mm. So let me make sure. Let me cover my or when Or when I don't pick up my phone is because a nigga taking me on a date that I'm not going to let smash... But I'm gonna let him take See, me on this date get food, and get this. Real quick. So when he don't answer his phone, is he out there with some shorty? Um, we already hitting a damn Shit. hour and a half already. Right. So um, let's do this one last um, friendship since we spoke about it a little bit earlier. Right. Um, what what determines or con- constitutes as a bro versus a homie versus an acquaintance? Um, and then let's do this tough knot. And what would that say? A bro. And then you said a homie, and then you said acquaintance? Yeah. So bro being number one. A bro is, to me, a person, or even a chick, you know, you just play around with the word like, yo, you my bro, my, like, you just cut it out. A bro is somebody that I personally think is somebody you would die for. Mm. Facts. Hand, hands down, like, if I you agree with that. if you call anybody a bro, like, D-Flow is my bro. I just gave the definition that I will die for flow. No, there's no pun there. It's not a doorbell knocker. You're gonna know. There's no joke after that. I will die for flow. Straight, straight facts. XAB, the bro. I would definitely die for my bro. My bro has had a tumultuous year thus far, and it was a, a lot of moments where I was a little nervous. Not gonna fucking lie. And my girl was there to comfort me to make sure things was good. Like I took the fucking uh the um his room number. Like yo, I'ma stalk you at night, nigga. Make sure you breathing. <laughs> like all that shit. X is the bro. Pooh the bro. Kamal the bro. I got a lot of bros out there now. Um. Homeboy is uh, somebody that you would, um, yo, I'm about to go to the show. You want to uh, come through? That's a homeboy. A uh, homeboy, yo, I'm about to go to the store. Yo, you want to like about a water, some shit? Like, on like those kind of like little sentimental being considerate mm. levels. Mm. Uh, my, my opinion. Acquaintance is somebody that, you know, for uh, uh, short and brief and very straight to the point, Acquaintance is somebody you say hi about to. Acquaintance is somebody that you hit them up only to just get that one thing and then they'll hit you up because they need that one thing and that's it. It's not really like your friend. It's not really somebody that you talk to on a daily basis. It's somebody that you see on the go or when or when they're on the go. Mm. That's what an acquaintance and, is to me. And 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 for the white people who right. are not familiar with how we classify these things. Bros are best friends. Right, right. Those are the best best friends. Homies Facts. and homeboys are <laughs> ah, regular friends. Right, those are the regular people. And if you don't know what acquaintance is, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, because that yeah, has no know, white or black that, definition. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah acquaintance, no, y'all trans, know what that is. Transitional. That's right. transitional. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So X? Yeah, yeah, no. I, What's I, a bro to you? I agree with yeah. all that. I think the bro, uh, definitely someone I would die for and treat like family. Right. Like, the bro can call me at three in the morning mm. and be like, yo, some nigga just threatened my life. Like Facts. Uh, right. Come, come roll through. That's real. Three in the morning on a Wednesday or the... I, there was a time right. where I had to call Flo up. Right. I call everybody. Yeah, you called everybody. And, and Flo, Flo dead came with the ratch. Yeah. <laughs> and some people. Right. And we had to handle our business. But, right. you know, luckily nothing came of that situation. Right. Um, it would have went down. It would have went down, even though I know where this person lives. Ooh. I know where they sleep. 
Um, I know where they get their bread. Damn. I just decided to be a better man. Um, facts, so, facts. yeah. Um, so that's the bro to me. The the homie is someone who can make it to be a bro, mm-hmm. but they still not there yet. They in the they still they still in a, in, a, in like a funny funny yeah like funny like the the homie could could probably come over if there was an emergency. Like let's say we they out of town and they don't you know they they didn't have enough money for a hotel or some shit okay. like that. Okay. I, I, I'm gonna let you. I might let you come to the crib for that. Right, right, right. Like right. the bro could just walk up to the crib. The bro could just call me and be like, "Yo, I'm outside, nigga. Open the door." Right? Like, that, 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 that's what the bro could do. The the homie gotta have a reason why they gotta sleep oh, over. They gotta they, give that, me that a reason. They gotta be valid, valid. Like, they gotta be valid. Like, right. oh, can't be like, no stupid shit. Like your car broke down. Right. All right, yeah. cool. Like, I got you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, like that is yeah, that's different. You gotta be, you gotta be a human actually about that. And situation. the acquaintance, I might slide a dollar to, like yo, yeah. like Bro what's up? The big favor, right. hey, yeah, son, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's about the love, like it's the love there, like like the bro is literally family to me, and then you got the, you know, the acquaintance is you're not even in that equation yet. You just you chilling, and then the hummy is like, uh, you know, there's just a few things I still don't know about you in terms of. Can I call you a bro, or can I, you know, are you just gonna be the homie? Like mm. so. The bro come to family events. The right. bro, the bro right. could definitely come, come through fam- Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, right? Every Christmas, right. right? The bros are there for different reasons. Like you know the family, you know this. Like you. The bro could, the the bro could watch your children. The facts, facts. The bro could make fun of your children. Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. And they get the And you get the pass. You're right. You're right. Hey, hey, hey. The homie is like, what the fuck you said? Right, yeah, said Hold that down, bro. Right. And, uh, and then yeah, like, I will beat right, your I'll shit. Beat your ass. Like, <laughs> next time you right. say, right. you're not going to be the homie anymore. Right, right. But fuck it. So let's get to this uh, tough knot. Um, yeah, man. Shit, um, we could get to the tough knot, the fitted, and the and the dad hat. Facts. <laughs> facts. Uh, all right, yo. Uh, this has, uh, for lack of better words, been a clusterfuck of an episode. <laughs> you know, we started out with fucking little twists to talk about what the definition is between bro, homeboy, homie, yeah, and somehow fucking, genocide got right. In the yeah, of that. genocide definitely was in the middle of that. Uh, Post racial feelings in America, and you know Obama, man. Shout out to Obama, man. You know, you got more vacations. I'm going to eat some more Michelle ass. Um, <laughs> um, the tough knot, honestly, thinking about everything that was said and discussed is really and truly understand the situations that you're getting into and the conversations. If you're having a conversation about slavery or things dealing with the Holocaust, do your research first. Definitely do your research. Understand the point of view and the the points that you're trying to make because if you assume then you know you're going to make an ass out of you know yourself and the other person don't do that and then going back to the whole you know being insecure and you know understanding you know roles with aggression and being in relationships and compromising understand your place in the relationship if you know that you are um the man and the only man in that relationship, then act like you the man and the only man. Don't make up shit to get your shorty tight to see her temperament levels. Don't do that because she might fuck around and fuck with a real nigga like Distinguished. Don't do that, bro. Mm. Don't, don't, you, might, you might fuck your whole life up, bro. Don't do it. And then f- for the shorties, 
Stop leading these niggas on. Thinking that it's cute. Stop trying to give niggas hope and promise where you actually setting them up for false dreams. Mm. It's not it's not fun and it's not fair. You might end up in the box, boo. Brenda got a baby. Brenda barely got a, you know, brain. Damn shame the girl can hardly spell her name. Y'all niggas know where I'm going with this, man. I'm out, man. A tough night, man. Alright, so what would dad say? Um Dad would say that you have to know yourself. And especially in terms of when you are dating, uh, especially in terms of conversation, especially in terms of... Because one of the beautiful things that happened out of um, some of the previous conversations that I had, especially the one I had with, the, with my friend earlier, is that they understood themselves enough to be at a, a point of understanding and a point of listening. A mm. lot of motherfuckers is out here where if you even bring up a challenge to their belief system or what they what they feel at that moment, they don't even want to hear that shit. They're right. just trying to come up with different ways to prove themselves right. But this individual was really listening and understanding like, yo, I could I hear all we were both doing that, hearing each other's points of views and you can only do that with self-understanding. You can only be in a healthy relationship with self-understanding. You can only not give a fuck about street cred and all that dumb shit if you understand yourself. And you definitely can only know not to give your motherfucking mixtape out on the corner Damn. anymore if you know yourself. Or I'm going to say what a friend told me, and that was that you never see niggas on the street giving out polo that actually represent polo. You only see the knockoff niggas doing that. Damn. Damn. Flo, you got anything to say? Hey, just, just live your life, man. <laughs> live your life. Don't let nobody tell you differently. Shit. This has been another episode. We we just get longer and longer. Word. Just growing. Word. Like a dick. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Wipe your mouth. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>